You're listening to a very moody sports show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Brought to you by Moody and Sons Electric. For any electrical needs, call Moody and Sons at 864-478-4328. That's 864-478-4328. Welcome into a very moody sports show. I'm Daniel Moody. And with his mic plugged in, this is Zach Whittington. And this is episode 55, Dan. Oh, man. Episode 55. And uh, some of these episodes before this, guys, Zach did not have his microphone recording, but actually the speaker on his laptop. Yeah, so hop off me on the low quality it's not that we're bad it's just that i'm stupid (laughs) so (laughs) but daniel made me feel a little better and uh he said uh go ahead so obviously we talk about it i'm listening to espn on the Stu dan lebtard uh, with Stu gotts show uh they were doing having to do zoom calls for a long time obviously with the pandemic and for probably the first three months of the pandemic, they realized Stu Gotts did the entire show without his microphone being selected in the recording. So basically, he was doing the same thing Zach was doing, but getting paid a lot of money by ESPN. So the only thing missing for me is the money. Where's the paychecks? I still haven't got mine. I, I was lying when I said I got one last week. All right, well... Enjoy the next few seconds, guys. This is because of Zach. And this is a test run. Is my mic plugged in? Am I recording through my computer? Find out tonight on The Twilight Zone. Skip Bayless really looks old as hell. Skip Bayless is old as hell. I mean, he's old as hell, but like, it's like looking at Paul Feinbaum, man. No, Paul Feinbaum's head, his head, he's like almost a pinhead. I mean, he's just so old and it's ridiculous. And he wears wacky glasses. Wacky glasses. He does, he wears some weird-ass glasses. Alright, so if you had to pick between your all-time favorite commercial uh, celebrities, would it be either ShamWow Guy... Well, this is too easy. Or Billy Mays. I mean, there should there should be a whole tournament ladder here. Yeah, Billy I mean, this Mays, is like a March Madness bracket situation. Because, yeah, we got easily get, Billy Mays. Like eliminate Shamwell. Well, I mean, like you say that, but like you honestly gave me probably two one seeds of the tournament. Yeah, but like Flo from Progressive would be a, like a one or two seed. You think, then, dude? Uh, I don't think she's not like been there long enough, and like she's had some good stuff, <laughs> but like she's getting carried now. Honestly, she's got her boy, what Jerry or Gary, whatever. Oh, she is dumbass kid, whatever. And then you got Chris Paul, and then you got I mean, the Chris uh, Paul, but like Chris Paul's also like been carried but Jake by from, <laughs> Jake from State Farm. He's up there, probably a two or three seed. Let's be honest. Like we'll go. Like we're going probably three. If I go five deep in each no you gotta go six deep in each uh region yeah because like you got the lower seeds like the general the general and, uh, i mean any animate is gonna be a lower seed <laughs> like maybe an upset here or there but like honestly the general we're talking real people in this tournament. we gotta talk some real people yeah but you got some animated i like, mean mr like, clean you're not gonna leave mr clean out. he's probably a mid seed mid major he's a mid major you know? and then potentially oh man you're 
trying to think here. You got any more for me, Dan? Like, the only one stuck on my mind is the uh, <laughs> cinnamon applejack cinnamon stick. Oh, no, but, like, you that's a tandem, and, like, that's a mean duo. We can go, like, one region has duos, because I was just thinking of the M&M boys. The M&M boys? The guy, those two M&Ms, man, those guys would run a court. The Christmas ones, they're The hilarious. Christmas episodes themselves are just nostalgic, and they're good. I mean, M&Ms are delicious. I'm trying to think, who else is a, a commercial guy? It, uh, it, Montel Williams is, like, a commercial guy, but... He, but he's like an infomercial guy, so that's a whole different bracket. Who's that? He, it's like an infomercial motivational speaker. It sells products all the How time. How about, okay, I got you on a, lot, a real life one. The Allstate dude, you're in good hands because now oh, wow. like, they're giving you the real life commercials where like he's you're out You're talking one or two seed. But then I'll bring it right back to you, Mayhem. Ooh, the Mayhem guy's so fire. I love the Mayhem. That's Mayhem's in there. He may be the other one seed. Well, how many one seeds we got? We got... There's some regions here. You got automotive commercials in one bracket, I guess. Like, I mean, I we were. This may be something we really got to work out, and this was really birthed off just a random thought. Well, it's it's too good to keep it down at this point. You just got to really keep it the structure. I mean, it, we would be a better organizing agency than NCAA because they canceled March Madness. They did. We were ready. I mean, we should have And brought, we're sitting here we trying had to create tournament a tournament. ready as soon as the tournament was canceled, honestly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, honestly, I think two notes. We're going to definitely do this. I'm going to make a bracket, and then we're going to do it on the pod. But also, this is weird. I can't see your face right now, Zach. So I feel like I'm just talking to myself in a room. Yeah, but the, it, someone's talking back, so it feels... Almost normal to me. Almost normal. <laughs> Almost normal. So yeah, guys, last week we actually had some issues as far as uh, the audio, obviously, like we said, with Zach and uh, not, not play recording through his mic. Um, my mic was picking up at the same time. His mic was picking me up a lot, and so there was a lot of issues as far as what we posted last week was really hard to listen to, and we obviously apologize for that. But now we've worked out a little bit of a system. I have currently uh, like clothes in front of me, so I can't see Zach, and so it's really weird right now. We're like recording the pod, and I feel like this is the only time I've ever recorded the pod and couldn't see Zach. I know it's it's a, it's hard for you, Dan. It's tough. I miss seeing my buddy. But I know. <laughs> we have I miss you too, Dan. Lots of sports, and we are going to start where I really care about, and I think Zach really cares about, and that is in the hometown hockey, in the, the hometown <laughs> hockey league, baby. The Swamp Rabbits. No, not really. We probably should get into the Swamp Rabbits at some point, Zach. I think it would be fun to go to a Swamp Rabbits game. But I'm talking USL League One, your league-leading Greenville Triumph. They just keep on doing it. Keep doing it, man. They stun me. John Harks has blown me away as far as just the willingness to make changes to the starting lineup, inserting Lachlan McLean as the starting striker. The past two games has been perfect. We came out with a 2-0 uh, victory last time. In this past game, another 2-0 win over forward Madison. Sitting More like backward Madison. Back- oh, got him. Got it. One note that uh, I actually did see. It's crazy, Zach. We've played Madison five times at this point, and they have scored zero goals and won no games. And uh, I think we have two wins and three, and then three draws. Sounds like 
Sounds like a little uh, domination. That's not a rivalry. Not a rivalry at I, all. That word is so hard to say. I hate that word. I messed it up. I think you I did think too. I think I did too. Um, <laughs> but I'll tell you what. Greenville Triumph have not messed up. Sitting atop the seat still 22 Smooth. points. Dude, you love it. I know Smooth. you do. 22 points right now. Zach, one thing. This is very exciting news. If you're a Greenville Triumph fan... At right now, the optimal idea is uh, the last games we have, we need to get 15 points out of them to uh, secure a playoff spot. Not a playoff spot, but a championship spot. And then also, if we get 16 points out of the last games, we can host the championship game. Very host? big news. That would be awesome. You come into our house? Come into our house. You're not getting nothing. We'll send you home packing. Greenville Triumph. I know the the goals were great too, um, especially the second one was a rip right at the goal. It went bounce right off. We were it was on our side of the the center line too, so we were right behind the net. It was great. Good to see Jake get a goal again. Uh, he had as he been on a bit of a struggle since the beginning of the season, and uh, God forgot you know was able to get a ball in the back of the net, and you you could see it on his face. He was really excited about it. Yeah, and it was a good take, good take goal. He got a body on it, but it didn't matter. And uh, Greenville, they're just keep on rolling. Keep, keep on rolling, on. man. The rest of the rolling, table rolling, at the top rolling. right now, you have Chattanooga second place with 18 points. When the when there's that big of a gap between one and two, pretty big domination of the league. Got to win the final, though. Um, Omaha at three with 16 points. They just lost to Chattanooga today. And then you got Richmond. Uh, 14 points, and then Forward Madison, who we just beat. Uh, they're at 11 points. So. The it's still a little bit of a toss up who's probably going to get the second spot in the in the uh, finals, uh, but it's currently looking like the triumph for you know controlling their destiny at this point, and we are very excited about that. That being said, everybody in the world, Zach, is excited about the NBA right now. Some great basketball being played in the bubble. What do you think, Zach, of your Denver Nuggets? Game They're no joke. Win. They're no joke. No joke. They, they are in the Western Conference Finals, and they are led by Nikola Jokic, the Joker. He's just getting triple doubles and 22 rebounds and closing out the Clippers in seven games, and then he also closed out the Rockets in seven games. So it's just crazy, isn't uh, it, Dan? Closed out the Jazz. Jazz, Jazz, jazz not the Rockets. Seven games. Uh, yeah, the Jazz in seven games. But um, the only team to come back from three down, three one down in a series twice in the playoffs, and then also you got Jamal Murray playing out of his mind too. A twenty-two year old Jamal Murray, a twenty-five year old Jokic, leading the Denver Nuggets past the preseason unanimous title winners, the Clippers. I, I had chose them for the title, and really, I, I mean, I totally was picking them for the NBA title this year. They looked like they were, they had the team, they had the necessary pieces. Montrezl Harrell, six man of the year, blew me away. But like, I didn't mean, you know, you know, they had Lou Williams, they had a good defense, good bench. But man, tell you what, it didn't seem like the Clippers wanted it last night. Like they. Just Doc did not seem to be very, like, he was not making a lot of changes. It didn't seem like he was very inactive in coaching the game. Paul, George, and Kawhi in the fourth quarter, Zach, combined for zero points. What is that? Those are your superstars. What is that? 
That is unacceptable. I don't. I don't. Know. That is trade worthy. Trade. Oh, for Paul George. Well, and that's the problem too. Here is like the Clippers have given up basically their entire feud near future for Paul George and Kawhi Leonard to come win the championship this year. And both players have the option of leaving after this year. I uh, <clears throat> I can't forgive myself because I didn't listen to the Kawhi postgame, but I did listen to the Paul George postgame, and he was saying how we're not here for a one-year deal. We're here for a multi-year run at the title. We They were kind of making excuses, and same with Doc Rivers. They both said, we haven't had much time together. The Nuggets have been together longer, even though these guys are pushing 30 and Doc's won a title. And he's supposedly one of the best coaches of all time. And uh, you got the six man of the year, Montrez. You got a former six man of the year, Lou Will. And you're letting a 22 and a 25 year old. And can you even name three other Nuggets besides Michael Porter Jr.? Like ex- half the country can't. And then, exactly, you're making excuses for. A 22 and a 25-year-old wiping you off the court in seven games. Well, the Clippers got to hope, Steve Ballmer's got to hope that Paul George is not lying about that because they have no first-round picks until 2027 at this point. And, man, like, question of, like, do you keep Doc Rivers? Like, Doc Rivers not only couldn't get Lob City through the playoffs to the to the Western Conference Finals. We're not even talking just finals. We're talking Western Conference Finals. They have not been there in 50 years now. That's insane. Um, but they do, obviously, Denver Nuggets closed them out. They get the win. They're headed to the fi- Western Conference Finals. Zach... What is your prediction on the series L.A. Denver in the bubble, dude? The Lakers, bro. Okay, how many Le- games? Put them on spot. Hmm. Hmm. Um. My mind tells me six. My heart tells me Lakers in five. Ooh, gentleman's sweep. He says the gentleman. The Joker is gonna have. A triple-double, probably in almost every game. Jamal Murray may have a game where he goes for uh, 40, but you just got to expect LeBron to be on a mission. Now that he doesn't have a set daunting seven-game series against the supposed Super Clippers, he's probably just like watering at the mouth to play the Nuggets, you would imagine. You would imagine. And you got, like I was harping on a minute ago for, against the Clippers, you just got beat by a 22 and a 25-year-old. You're going up against a guy who's been in the finals nine times. I mean, absolutely. You're right. I totally believe it. But I think this is this Nugget team has shown that they will not be shaken by very much, very much anything at this point. Like, very impressive team as far as the ability to just put aside the noise and play the game that's there in front of them. Uh, well, Anthony Davis and LeBron James are about to be right there in front of them, so we'll see how they handle that. <laughs> True. You can't forget about old AD down there who's going to go for 40 a couple times, you know, at least, if not every single game. So uh, I do I do like it in six. I like the Lakers in six myself. Uh, so- but here's the thing. A lot of people are calling for the four. Get the broomsticks. Oh, man, that's a bold, man. I don't think Jokic and Jamal Sweep are going down the that Nuggets easy. out of town. Uh, in the Eastern Conference, Zach, we have already started the mm. e- Eastern Conference Finals. 
the Heat versus the Celtics, Jimmy Butler versus Jason Tatum, and uh, based off game one, overtime win for the Heats, 117 to 114. Zach, impressions off the game. So let me stop you before you even talk about the game. It's Jimmy Butler versus Jason Tatum is the billing. It's not Jimmy Butler versus the Celtics or Kimball Walker. We're already saying Jason. I understand that Jason Tatum's six foot seven, but he's a better NBA player than Kimball Walker. Uh, based Let's off, have this discussion right now. Based off points per game, based off shooting percentage, like T- Kimba literally said it in the last post game, like in his last post game press uh, interview. He has been terrible this playoff, and he used that exact word, terrible, because he, Zach, he hit like two big shots last night, but other than that, he made one other shot. The man was like three for 14, three for 15. That's my dog. That's terrible. At least he didn't get blocked at the rim to end the game. No, he got, he, he did not want any of that, and Jason Tatum apparently wishes he did not go and try that. Um, obviously, guys, we are talking about the Bam Adebayo block on Jason Tatum in the overtime final wow. seconds of the game. Left-handed, Zach. That's the weak hand, non-dominant hand. All right. Great discussion starting right now. Dan asked me, obviously hard enough to block somebody with the right hand. I even was pointed out earlier the fact that he went with the left hand ensured that he wouldn't use his body and foul Tatum. And uh, it was clean. And then, uh, but, but anyways, it's, I'm sorry, dude. I thought someone knocked on the door. I totally did too. <laughs> Just let it keep rolling. We'll cut it out. And three. Shit, what was I talking about? What was I talking about? We were talking about the block, and then you said that he went with his left hand, so he didn't foul. All right. Three, two, one. And his left hand was basically almost in the rim, so just super athletic play by Adebayo. But Dan asked me off-pod. A lot, of, a lot of discussion off-pod. I literally have to tell Dan to stop talking about sports before the pod, so we have stuff to talk about, and we're passionate about it. But um, he was like, can you throw a football with your left hand? So, Daniel, break down the mechanics for me of throwing the football with the left hand. Do you Are you good at it? Can you do it? No, not at all, because <laughs> I can't literally. The, it, I think my biggest problem is I can't get my shoulder to do what feels like an appropriate maneuver. When throwing a football, it literally feels like my arm is a robot. All right, so that's a great perspective because I don't agree. I feel like I can't get my legs to do anything backwards when it comes to like the hip action, the whip, the follow through with the foot and stuff. You know, it's also forced and it's not connected to my arm. And my arm's just a fettuccine noodle up there. <laughs> and I just. <sighs> and then you put it in my right hand, I'll drop it in a bucket. But, you know, it's a. Humble brag. Humble brag. And then that makes me think back to NFL players who have used their left hand. Hasn't Patty Mahomes used left hand? Yes, he has a left-handed touchdown. Tony, oh, touch. Yeah, he does. Tony Romo has a pretty cool one-handed first down pass, uh, left-handed first down pass. Daniel's getting a lot of notifications, it seems. But <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's just normal. <laughs> but anyways, the left-handed acrobatic block by Adebayo 
Best block in NBA history, Dan, yes or no, go. Uh, most athletic block in NBA history that I have seen probably, but I think as far as just terms for what it meant to the perspective of the NBA, the finals and whatnot, obviously we're probably talking LeBron James chase down uh, Andre Iguodala against the Warriors. Um, but that being said, this one, probably the most athletic, as you said, just to be able to go up there with left hand and just completely reject that man. And, like, he held on to the ball after the block. Insane. On uh, NBA Street, they used to call that super block. You'd go up and just grab the ball with both hands. You wouldn't block it. You would literally catch it. Zach just informed you, bam out of the bio, super block <laughs> on Jason Tatum, all right? Super block. It's exactly what happened. <laughs> All right. Out of the basketball court, we leave. Into the football gridiron, we go, Zach. NFL week one, it's here. Fantasy, <laughs> it's here. <coughs> Daniel's team. Lost. Decimated, it's here. <laughs> All right. So we're going to start on the good notes of the NFL. We'll talk about Zach. How about the Cam Newton? New England Patriots, the new era for Bill Belichick. What are your thoughts on Cam? Um, I mean, what did you expect? He got If you would have told me Cam Newton was going to come out, pass for 155, and get two rushing touchdowns in his debut with the Belichick, I'd be like, yeah, you're probably right. A win over the Dolphins? Yeah, you're probably right. Another day at the office, it sounds like, for Belichick. Yeah, I mean, if you got a good defensive coach plus an offensive juggernaut at quarterback, I mean, come on, it's a former MVP of a 16-1 and team that went to the Super Bowl. Like, we're not talking about Tebow. We're not talking about... That's a sorry, Tebow. You you didn't need that shot right there. But uh, <laughs> we're not talking about. I mean, I don't know. Insert, you didn't need it, but it's funny. Insert insert quarterback like Tebow here. <laughs> but, <laughs> Mark Sanchez <laughs> butt fumble. But take it away, Dan. Um. So yeah, how about uh, Zach? We uh, let's jump on over to the Browns. They played at Baltimore. Jack, what? Lamar, Lamar went off. Obviously, did his thing. What are your perspectives on Odell? Three catches, 28 yards. Fantasy owner you are. Yeah, so he's my wide receiver one. <laughs> Lamar Jackson's my wide receiver one. Shout out the boys. But um, let's, let's just go ahead and jump to worst case scenario, Odell Beckham Jr. Not worst case scenario, potentially better scenario. Trade destinations. Let's just go ahead and oh, assume man. he's on the trade block because they haven't used him in two years, going on three years. And uh, he just can't get his numbers. They throw it to Jarvis more. I mean, I get it. He's double-covered your Odell, whatever. But he got open more with the Giants. <laughs> so, where are you putting them, Dan? I, you're going straight to the Pats. But for what? Are you trying to make the playoffs as the Patriots? Are you always trying to make the playoffs? I mean, they're always trying to make the playoffs. I thought we were tanking for Trevor. Not try- oh, no. No, we clearly know who's trying to tank, try- tank for Trevor at this point. Who? Clearly is going to be the Jags. They got the Jags won. The Colts, but it's still the same. Gardner Minshew went 19 of 20 with three touchdowns, dude. Just wait. Just wait. The Jags clean dude, house. Gardner Minshew is. cleaning house. You get rid of Leonard Fournette, you're cleaning house. Gardner Minshew can play his games, but he's not going to be their starter next year when Trevor comes. What if that dude takes you to 11 and 4? You don't get a high enough pick, Daniel. That's what I'm saying. Even if he takes you to 6 and 8 or like 7 and 7, you're still not getting a high enough pick to get Trevor. Trevor is going number one overall in the draft, Daniel. They got trade assets. 
You're not trading to the number one pick when Trevor's the asset at the number one spot. The team is, it's almost any team, all 32 would take Trevor, number one, just because he's the best player. The be- So, I mean, I'm more of a Minshew believer. I think that's what I'm really discovering I through feel this like conversation. I believe in Minshew. I think he's swaggy enough to get it Cut done. Cut the hair. Has the shorter hair. Looks a little more professional He's now, still got the say. mustache. Still though. has the sash, but the sash made you look like an adult. <laughs> if he doesn't have the sash, he looks like Drew Locke. And yeah. Drew Locke doesn't look like he belongs in the NFL right now. He's too young. Um, so, Zach, how about we go to Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Debut, debut with the Buccaneers. NFC uh, East game. Against the against the Saints, what were your thoughts? Um, the Buccaneers lost, so they didn't look that good. Tom Brady, I mean, he, I mean, for like three or four years now, three or four, who am I kidding? Like five or six years, he hadn't had the zip on the ball. I mean, don't get me wrong, throws a great spiral, can get the ball there on most of the time, but. He's played for twenty years. I remember the first ten years of his career. Brady used to put that thing on a dime fifty yards down the field, bro. Like, let's not kid it. Let's not kid anymore. Brady is he's a twenty-five yard and under type guy. He had a couple deep bombs that were good that like pass interference and stuff like that last night. Mike Evans got pass interfered, but Brady used to put it in your bread basket on a post route 35 yards downfield, middle of the field, in your hands. And it used to be common every week. But the arm, the pick sixes, I mean, I understand it's miscommunication. Bruce Arians threw Brady under the bus, basically. But then the team also muffed a punt, had some penalties, wasn't prepared, couple turnovers, even if Brady's the one doing the turnovers. So. I mean, it's just a crapshoot week for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But there's a lot of crapshoot weeks historically for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're the worst franchise ever. That's not the point. I just had to throw that out there. That but, uh, but um, when it comes to Brady and Arians, I like the loss. I'm a man. If you're going to win a title, I love a loss on a title run. Don't get me wrong. Undefeated, if you're the unanimous favorite, let's go for it. It's great. But a loss early... Especially on a Brady team that was hyped up. You don't have to worry about hearing undefeated streak. You don't have to hurry up. Like, now you suck, and it's time to get better. 16-game season? Oh, dude, I'll tell you, honestly, they lost, but the, the, the Saints did not look great in the win either. They scored 34 points, but Michael Thomas went down. He's on IR now, um, and, I mean, Drew Brees was looking. They were struggling. That pass rush for the Bucks was really good. Very impressive. Yeah, I mean, I'm. They look good. The Panthers also duked it out with the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm, I'm staying in the division here because I, I'm a full fledged Panthers fan Panthers this year. Panthers fans, what you got? Full fledged Panthers fans. So Teddy B and the boys, Teddy Bridgewater, they're playing the Las Vegas Raiders first game of their team's new existence in their new home. But a 34 30 loss for Teddy B and Matt Rule. The new regime in the uh, Carolina against Gruden and the Raiders. But anyways, great game. Duked it out. You love to see the high scoring. That's going to translate the wins in the season. If you can score 30 points in a loss, you're going to score 30 points in another game, you know? So I'm confident with the Panthers. I'd like to see them go up against the Saints because if the Saints just get hurt, plus Kamara, I mean, he's, he's fantasy. He's great. He gets his touchdowns, but he's got an epidural on his back before each of the last two seasons, which means there's something there. 
And, I mean, if he goes down, Michael Thomas is down, who are you throwing to? Well, Zach, I mean, I'm with you. I totally agree that it looks like the Saints are going to probably be struggling. The The Bucks are probably primed. The Teddy Bridgewater, the Panthers look really good. I like what I saw from them. But, Zach, when you don't go with Christian McCaffrey on the goal line to win the game, and then you lose it because you don't do that, I start questioning what Matt Rule is going to do with the people and the assets he has right now. Yeah, but is that all, is that an indictment on your offensive line in that scenario? You know, because you're like not there yet, and then you got to think about Atlanta hanging out. You got Julio and Matty Ice, and now Todd Gurley's in town. So this is an interesting division, man. Very competitive division. Well, it's a big the, name division. The, the Falcons did happen. They hosted Seattle, uh, and that was actually where I was headed next. I have three quarterbacks I wanted to talk to you about. Um, but actually, all of them have our names, I just realized, too. Um, but <laughs> the Falcons played Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks. And uh, the, the Falcons looked good, played well. Todd Gurley got his first touchdown as a Falcon. Shout uh, first out, time fantasy back, running back. It is great. Um, it looked really good. I was very impressed. Julio Jones had a great day, too. Um, but Russell Wilson gets the last laugh, wins the game with the Seahawks. He goes for 322 and four touchdowns, Zach. Big win for the Seattle Seahawks, I think. I think Russell Wilson is coming out here, and he is going to be playing great this season. I think the Seattle Seahawks could be a sleeper in the NFC. Watch out for them. Watch out. Watch out. Uh, Another quarterback, last name starting with R, I want to talk to you about Zach. Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Pack, 364 yards, four touchdowns, and a win over the Vikings at the Vikings, Zach. Double Huge. check that. What do you think, man? How are you feeling about Rodgers I on mean, this rebirth season, if you will? I mean, you got to see it. It's week one, bro. Week one? I'm not overreacting to anything. Like, I love Aaron Rodgers, obviously. Great guy. Double check. Gunslinger. The sheriff. New age. And then you got the new coach in there. New regime, which um, connections Dallas. Mike McCarthy, his old coach, had his debut. We'll talk about that later. But Aaron Rodgers, I love it, obviously. The NFL is more exciting when Aaron Rodgers is dropping dimes and putting up 400 yards, let's just be honest. But hopefully he doesn't get hurt, and then we can keep this up. You need a defense, too. So go Packers, but it's week one. And then last quarterback, last name, starting with an R that we were talking about, Big Ben Roethlisberger made his debut back from injury. It was good for the Steelers, I think. I think Steelers fans are probably really happy about this. 229 yards, three touchdowns on a Monday night game against New York. Uh, Benny Snell is the leading rusher for the Steelers because James Conner, sprained ankle, played probably like three snaps. Destroyed my fantasy weekend. Lane got the win. Tough. But... Benny Snell, 113 yards, 19 carries. Looked really good uh, coming out of Kentucky. I'm sort of happy to see Benny Snell getting some touches, getting some playing time, having a little success. Uh, Notable injuries. Benny! Uh, Benny in the Jets! Oh, man. Wow. He needs to go to the Jets. No, he beat the Jets. He did. No, they beat the Giants. Oh. The New York Giants, man, looked 
very okay, except for Saquon Barkley could not run that football at all. It was weird. Yeah, and so that's your connection back to Dallas, too. Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett's your new offensive coordinator up there in the old Meadowland Stadium for the Giants. And Saquon's not getting the rock, bro. I mean, he actually got carries. Yeah, I mean, like, who are you going to who, – who do you want the ball's hand – who do you want the ball in the hand of? Second year, Danny B, Danny Dimes, or do you want to put it in Saquon's hands? I would hand it off to Saquon 20 to 25 times. Yeah, that would be my game plan. Uh, the other team that we just mentioned in New York, the Jets, uh, they have a big uh, unfortunate event happen from week one. Le'Veon Bell injured, and now he is on IR currently. Do you know the injury? I do not. I own him on a fantasy team, and they won't tell me what the injury well, why is. Why don't you look it up, Dan? I mean, what do you want me to do, Zach? Keep up with all my players? Yes. That's the only thing fantasy football is. Another Major injury. We mentioned already Michael Thomas with the Saints. Uh, he's on IR. Zach, you said he's trying to get himself back off of no, IR, No, right? I think they are argue, arguing currently whether to place him on IR. They Management wants to, the three-week IR. And he's like, no, bro, I'm trying to play in the next two weeks. I'm not trying to be on the three-week IR. And then you informed me Richard Sherman is going to be out for a couple weeks, correct? I have to double-check that, too. So, he's not on my fantasy team. You can't get mad at me. Marlon Mack, man. On my fantasy team. Torn Achilles. See, it sounds like you need to hit the free agency Your board. Your man <laughs> is not on my fantasy team any longer. <laughs> and then, as I said, James Conner, uh, sprained ankles. They said that he should be able to work back in, and hopefully this week, most likely next week. I also did see, uh, I have George Kittle. San Francisco's tight end, George Kittle, if you own him on a fantasy team. They said he is not practicing this week, but they're hoping he will play. Makes me nervous. So, that's all I got in the NFL. Zach, do you want to talk about the new Rams stadium, SoFi Stadium? Uh, Sure, I don't really care. but uh, It looked cool. Yeah, it looks cool. They're all going to look cool. It's 2020. If your stadium's built and it looks dumb, we're going to blast you for it. So, and I do have one last thing to say about the NFL. Um, I don't know if I talked about this last week, but Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins both signed huge contracts. Those are obviously both former Clemson players, near and dear to my old heart. And uh, our program really was built with guys like that. Like you would have loved to see Taj Boyd had a better NFL career, but he he's doing fine for himself. But anyways, those guys signed mega contracts. Deshaun's second highest paid quarterback, uh, DeAndre Hopkins' highest paid wide receiver, and then DeAndre Hopkins goes on to have his career high in catches week one with his new team Arizona Cardinals, fourteen receptions and like a hundred forty yards and a touchdown. What do you want? What'd you expect? So, shout out Clemson, shout out the boys, and shout out me and Dan this Saturday. Catch you in the upper deck, socially distanced for the Clemson Citadel game. Masked up. Mask up, sanitize, and cheer for the Tigers. Drink a beer in your car when you're tailgating. Yeah. In your car. (laughs) Go Tigers. Uh... So, Zach, to college football, we'll, uh, let's talk at ACC Clemson. Debut game, number one team at Wake Forest. Dominated. Any thoughts other than y'all dominated? I mean, 
Yeah, Trevor looked good. Our secondary looked bad, but I the wide receivers for Wake Forest looked good, and so did their quarterback. Honestly, they I mean they were giving us trouble, and you had two starting corners out, and some other players week to week. People are going to be out, but I mean it's about what I, it's about what I expected. I mean a little lower scoring than I would have thought Clemson would have done. Thirty seven, thirteen. That's pretty good, but. It was efficient, man. Y'all have, like there was very few negative plays. Um, and that's overall. all I can ask That's for. all you want. Uh, Notre Dame star, sort of struggled to, with a win at home over Duke, but gets their first conference win ever, as Notre Dame has never been in a conference. So first conference win for Notre Dame. Um, and then UNC also slow start to the day, but in the second half rushes for three touchdowns. They beat Syracuse uh, by, I think it was about 34-6. And then biggest note of ACC play, FSU, debut of Mike Norvell. Second year, Jeff, Jeff Collins of Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech goes into Dope Campbell, upsets the Seminoles with a freshman quarterback, Zach. Are the Seminoles done, man? What is it? Like, it, like it's going to take a while. I think it's just going to be something that's going to take a while for them to get back. So this is a team that won the national championship in 2013 or 14, right? Yeah. Am I right? 2013. And then you obviously had Bobby Bowden for 20 years beforehand or 30, 40 years, whatever it was. But anyways, Seminoles were scary. Now they're just, they look scary, <laughs> but they're not. And, uh, I mean, it's week one with a new coach. I mean, what do you want? I mean, if Florida State ends up being 10-2, and two, are we going to say this was a failure of a season because he lost to Georgia Tech week one? No. No. But Exactly. So, if they end up 6-6 six and six and they have a loss to Georgia Tech week one, it's probably going to look pretty bad. <laughs> Even 8-4. and four. I mean, 8-4 and four wouldn't look that bad for Norvell first year. Let's be honest. Not with that FSU team that definitely has been on the downturn for the past few years. Uh, in the Big 12, also has already started the season off. Oklahoma, West Virginia, Texas all dominate big wins over small schools. We're all impressed with Spencer Rattler. Dude against real competition. We'll talk to you later. No, the Heisman's given out in week three. I mean, like, dude, he's literally, they're going to give him the Heisman so quickly. And, like, bro, he threw against Montana State. Calm down. Um, and then I didn't even think Montana State was playing through the pandemic. I thought, how are they? <laughs> they're out there playing the Big Ten and was not playing. Um, I, Big Twelve, Big Twelve, Big Twelve, Big Ten was not playing though. You got Montana State, but right but, but that's gonna change. But we'll get there. Iowa State, Zach. How about your raging Cajuns going on the road? Who's their coach? He's a big name. Uh, I feel. I feel like it's a former Clemson guy that's a raging Cajun coach, man. I forgive me, but I'll, I'll look it up whenever I find my phone. But moving on, big upset. Huge upset. Uh, special teams, two special teams touchdowns on the day. It was awesome. I enjoyed That was the first football game I watched of the college season, really. It was awesome. Good to watch. Fun, fun game. Mike Golick, I told you, was on the call for it. That's awesome. Um, and then Arkansas State upsets kansas state on the road man the red wolves are a team you gotta watch out for i swear to god arkansas state they're nice they're nice people don't know about it but they're nice kansas state uh second year 
with a new co- with a second year with their coach. Uh, so they're still trying to get their recruits in, still trying to get their system in place and whatnot. But big, big loss for that team. And then Kansas with the Mad Hatter, you think it's going to be another building year for them. They're possibly going to put up, up the record a little bit. They open up the season with a loss to Coastal Carolina. Tough. Really? Tough, Zach. Oh, man. Oh, I didn't even 12. know that. Dude, I'm telling you, the Sun Belt Fun Belt, everybody, that's where the Big 12 went. They scheduled the Sun Belt games, and they regretted it. 3-0 and <laughs> oh, oh and 3 against the Sun Belt, the uh, Big 12 L. was. Um, and then, obviously, the SEC, about 10 days away from play, getting uh, to the point where we're going to, like we said, got South Carolina, Tennessee, a lot of good games coming from that. And then... So before we get to there, we have week two games. Obviously, me Zach mentioned we're going to the Citadel game. Clemson will be hosting the Citadel. Whoop. But if you're looking for a little more entertaining potential football to watch, hey. Houston rescheduled <laughs> after a postponed game with Memphis uh, due to COVID concerns. So Houston playing at Baylor this week. That should be a very fun, exciting game. And then also ranked UCF going to Georgia Tech, 1-0 and off the FSU upset. Uh, see if Jeff Collins can get the boys uh, back together and get them ready for another big game. And then the game of the week where game day is going to be going, second time visiting Louisville. They got Miami playing at Louisville, 1-0 and Miami, 0-0 and Louisville. It's a barn burner. So, Zach. Before we get out of here, let's just take a moment and sit back and think how how silly and dumb the Big Twelve officials, feel, Big Ten officials, feel at this point. I mean, do you feel dumb though? What if the season started and everyone got COVID in the first week? Oh, and Ed Ogeron comes out with the quote. I'm pretty sure our whole team has had a coronavirus. He's like, what? And then he's literally said a majority of their players have had the coronavirus. That's factual. I mean, they, they quarantined those players. The players got through the, through the virus, and now they're back with the team. But that being said, the reason the Big Ten looks ridiculous, Zach, is because they have now gone back on what they decided to do of canceling the season. But... They're doing it for money, obviously. That's what every school's doing it for. That's what the MLB is doing it for. That's why you have the NBA bubble being played right now for money purposes. But that being said, the Big Ten also is the team that first proposed no, uh, no out of conference games. They went. They were the first league to go all conference schedule, and they did that literally a few hours off the back of a meeting with other conferences that said they were not going to do that. And then a week later, they canceled the season. They just assumed that the Big 12, ACC, and SEC were going to follow them because they assumed the Big 10 set the standard for college football. And when they went and canceled <laughs> the season, they looked down at all us. And we all looked, we looked up to them and said, what are you talking about? I'm like, if you think for a second that ACC even cares about the Big 10. I I'm promise like, that. I'm like, the ACC's not even a football juggernaut, but, like, if you really think if the Big Ten cancel their season, 
Clemson and Florida State, and then we're going to cancel theirs. You crazy? They try. I'm telling you, they tried it. They thought they were the big head honcho of college football, and everybody else would fall in line. But no, not at all, man. They learned quick, and now they're right back to playing, and they look, hey, man, at least with our conferences, they were upfront about their greed. Right, we're playing the hell out of this football. We are playing football. We don't care who gets the virus. <laughs> Big Ten, I mean, man, I'm glad, the, I'm glad the dogs don't play in the Big Ten. So What happens, I saw this meme, I said it earlier, what happens when a six-win Ohio State team is making their case to make the playoff with wins against Illinois, Purdue, uh, Iowa, um, but they have Nebraska. Nebraska in there. Oh, you beat Nebraska sick. So did Clemson forty years ago, and they were actually good. <laughs> well, for, guys, for I a think title, that's all we got this week on very moody sports show this is a long pod long pod high quality material i feel like i I looked at the clock earlier and i was like hard stop at like 9 45 we blew through that by 20 something minutes all right well we have beat our dead we have passed our deadline and our our bedtime good night episode 55 i wore 55 once for what sport listen two times uh tell your grandma double nickel double nickel Shout out Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan episode? Double nickel? Michael Jordan episode. (laughs) Double nickel. (laughs) Thank you for listening to A Very Moody Sports Show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Stay tuned next week for more hot takes and good predictions. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow on Apple iTunes and Spotify, A Very Moody Sports Show. And also on social media, Moody Sports Page. That's M-O-O-D-Y Sports Page, all one word, on social media. And check out our website, MoodySportsPage.com. See you next week, guys.